You've been hearing a lot about him because he has been rising in the polls. And Vivek Ramaswamy also recently suggested that he wouldn't have certified the election results in the way that former Vice President Mike Pence did. Here's what I would have said. We need single-day voting on Election Day. We need paper ballots, and we need government-issued ID matching the voter file. And if we achieve that, then we have achieved victory, and we should not have any further complaint about election integrity. In my capacity as president of the Senate, I would have led through that level of reform, then on that condition certified the election results, served it up to the president, yeah. President Trump then to sign that into law, and on January 7th declared the re-election campaign pursuant to a free and fair election. I think that was a missed opportunity. For those familiar with Schoolhouse Rock and separation of powers, the vice president has neither the authority to send legislation directly to Congress, nor does he have the authority to just simply deny election results. But it is notable that since 2022, Vivek Ramaswamy seems to disagree with 2023 Vivek Ramaswamy. In his book, just last year, he mocked Trump's election lies. He called his arguments weak. And he said that reasonable Republicans don't believe that the election was stolen. And on the question of the vice president specifically, he wrote, quote, Mike Pence, a man I have great respect for, decided it was his constitutional duty to resist the president's attempts to get him to unilaterally overturn the results of the election. He goes on to write, our institutions did hold in the end, but they shouldn't have been tested. Now, meantime, that's not the only thing that Ramaswamy is getting attention for. He also has gotten quite a bit of backlash after calling a black Democratic congresswoman a modern grand wizard of the modern KKK at a stop in Iowa on Friday. Ayanna Presley, she's in the Congress today. She's a member of the squad. Her words, not mine. We don't want any more black faces that don't want to be a black voice. We don't want any more brown faces that don't want to be a brown voice. Literally, word for word, I'm not putting any words in anybody's mouth. Ibram Kendi wrote the book, How to Be an Anti-Racist. I wrote Woke Inc. It was a pretty successful book. His sold more copies than mine. Here's what it says. Opening lines. The remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination. The remedy to present discrimination is future discrimination. So the other side will gaslight you when you say this stuff. It's like, oh, you're just making that critical race theory stuff up. No, no, no. I'm, these aren't my words. These are the words of the modern grand wizards of the modern KKK. The man he's talking about there, Ibram X. Kendi, joins me now. He's the author of, as Mr. Ramaswamy was saying, How to Be an Anti-Racist, and he's also the director of the Center for Anti-Racist Research at Boston University. Ibram, thanks for being here. I want to get just your reaction to what you heard him saying there, comparing you and Congresswoman Presley to the modern grand wizards of the KKK. I just think it's incredibly dangerous. Uh, the, the the Ku Klux Klan is is the oldest and quite possibly most violent uh, white terrorist group, really terrorist domestic terrorist group in American history. Uh, they have engaged in generations of violence against against black people, against Jews, against all sorts of groups they don't agree with, and they've also uh, expressed ideas of of racial hierarchy and white supremacy, ideas that, that I and Congresswoman Presley have repeatedly and constantly challenged. So it's incredibly dangerous, especially in this moment 
uh, where, you know, all sorts of reports point to white supremacists as the greatest domestic terrorist threat of our time, to be comparing people uh, to them that have spent their lives challenging them, and actually who the Klan hates, because the Klan really doesn't like me. Look, uh, yesterday on CNN State of the Union, uh, Ramaswamy was, was pressed about this and pressed about the violence of the KKK and how that could possibly compare to anything that you or Congresswoman Presley have said. But he said that he wanted to provoke a, quote, honest discussion in this country. So uh, just help us here. I mean, what would an honest discussion on race in this country, in this moment, actually look like? Well, I think we would start with racial disparities and inequities. We, we would identify the evidence that points to, for instance, let's say black people are more likely to be impoverished or incarcerated or killed by police or dying of heart disease and cancer. And we would also recognize that there's nothing inferior about black people as a group. So there must be policies and practices that are leading to those disparities. And, and as Americans, we should come together to identify and eliminate those disparities. That's an honest conversation based on evidence and, and based on notions of racial equality. There's a difference of opinion, I think, here between you and Ramaswamy about whether it requires actively, uh, you know, addressing racial wrongs in order to, to address them in the future. Uh, but that kind of rhetoric from him doesn't seem to be part of that conversation. I do wonder, though, I mean, this is happening on the campaign trail, right? Uh, he's one of several um, candidates of color in the Republican race, but he's doing really well and, and is making these arguments at a particular moment for him in this race. Why do you, do you think that this is a part of why he is doing so well right now? Without question. Unfortunately, you have uh, too many candidates, particularly Republican candidates of color, who recognize that one of the ways in which they can sort of boost their political appeal to right Republicans is by telling them that they are not racist and then turning around and attacking those who are pointing out racism as the real problem, as, as the real racist. And, you know, we've seen candidate after candidate be boosted, uh, particularly candidates of color, by, by essentially feeding white Republicans their denial. And, and that's all Vivek is doing. He knows that. And, and the irony is that is based on racism. And it's based on his skin color. At the same time, he's claiming racism is no longer an issue. Ibram X. Kendi, thank you for joining us tonight and responding directly to all of that. Thank you for having me.